1: Order. Order in the courtroom. If there's another such outburst, I'll clear the courtroom. You may proceed, Mr. District Attorney. Thank you, Your Honor. I'd like to call Mr. John Bernard to the stand, please. (coughs) Raise your right hand. All right. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God? I do. Take
2: the witness chair.
1: Thank you. What is your name? John Bernard. What is your relation, if any, to the defendant, James Williams? I'm his cousin, first cousin. Can you point him out in the courtroom? Sure. That's Jim Williams in the center chair at the first table there. All right, Mr. Bernard. Now let me read you a transcript of what you said to Inspector Faraday of the police on the night James Williams' wife was murdered. I saw James Williams shoot and kill his wife. I was standing in the doorway of the murder room when it happened. You said that to Inspector Faraday, Mr. Bernard. Yes, I did. Good. You stood there and saw Williams fire the shot. No, sir, I did not. What what do you mean, no, sir? You made that statement to Inspector Faraday. Yes, I did, but I was lying. I didn't see Jim kill his wife. Order! Order in the court! You lied to Inspector Faraday? Why? Because the police beat me. They put lights in my eyes. They yelled at me. They hit me with, with rubber hose and r- ropes. They said they beat me until I said Jim killed his wife, so I said it to make him stop. But I did not see Jim Williams kill his wife. Inspector Faraday made me say I did. <laughs> Look, I didn't get to be district attorney by believing a pack of lies, Faraday. But, D.A., I tell you, it was Bernard who was lying. When was he lying? In your office or on the witness stand? On the witness stand? I don't think so. A man's a fool to perjure himself in the court of law. I think he was telling the truth on the witness stand. You beat that statement out of him. Oh, I didn't touch him. He walked into my office and identified Jim Williams of his own free will. You mean he agreed to identify Jim Williams after you beat him half to death? I didn't touch him, I tell you. Faraday, how many times do I have to tell you the evidence you bring me doesn't mean a thing unless it stands up in court? Well, I brought you Williams' gun, didn't I? With his fingerprints on it. He could have picked it up after it was fired. Or I proved Mrs. Williams was killed by a bullet from Williams' gun, didn't I? Somebody else could have used his gun? I tell you, D.A., I... You're not going to tell me anything, Faraday. But I'm going to tell you something. I managed to get this case recessed for 48 hours. Yeah, I know. Then you might as well know this, too. You have 48 hours to find who's responsible for the shot that cost Mrs. Williams' life. Or it'll cost you your badge.
2: Come in. Hello, Blackie. Hello, Faraday. What's that between your <laughs> hat and your collar? A face or a sagging sack?
1: Hurry up and get the wisecracks over with, Blackie.
2: I want to talk to you. Oh, cheer up, Inspector. Your face is so long, if you don't walk carefully, you'll kick yourself in the chin. Blackie, I need your help. Yes, I know what
1: it... What did you say? Okay, I know. I've complained because you helped me on other cases and gripe when you solved them for me. But this is one time I know I need your help. And I want it, too. Sit down, Parody, because I have to, after this. Thanks, Blackie. Blackie, I got trouble. The Jim Williams case. Never heard of it. It's been in the papers and on the radio for weeks. I've been too busy to bother about it. Well, look, I have all the evidence against Williams. His wife was killed with his gun. I found his fingerprints on it. And I have a witness who saw him do it his cousin, John Bernard.
2: You mean you can't convict Williams on evidence as strong as that?
1: No, because at the trial today, John Bernard changed his testimony and said I beat him into accusing Williams in the first place.
2: Which is probably just what you did do.
1: Blanky, I didn't lay a finger on Bernard. He came into my office of his own free will and accused Williams of the crime. That's what you say. Blackie, if I ever lied to you...
2: Well, Oh, uh... never
1: mind. Believe me, I didn't beat Bernard into saying Williams killed his wife. I didn't touch him. Something made Bernard lie in court. And I've got to find out what, within 48 hours, I'll lose my job.
2: Now, uh, will you help me, Blackie? Inspector, I have no interest in this case whatsoever. Oh. It doesn't concern me, and I don't want to get involved.
1: Well, all you got to do is help me find out what made Bernard lie in court today. I'm not interested
2: in him. I never heard of him, and I don't ever want to hear the name John Bernard again.
3: Uh, oh, Blackie, I made that... Oh, hello, Inspector.
2: Hello, Miss Winsley. Yes, Mary.
3: Oh, uh, Blackie, I made that call for you. John Bernard lives at the Barclay house. We can see him any time now.
2: Blackie, Blackie, I ought to break your neck. <laughs> Well, you'd have known sooner or later I was working on the case. I just didn't want you to know it now.
0: Oh, 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 I'm...
2: Maybe... Maybe I shouldn't admit it, Blackie, but... I didn't think you'd let me down.
1: You never have, and... Well, unless something stops you... I I guess you never will. (laughs)
2: Department 11B... You got the right information, Mary. This is Mr. Bernard's apartment.
3: Well, darling, I talked to his maid on the phone, and she said 11B.
2: In a moment, we'll see if it's B. Yes? (laughs) Yes. We'd like to see Mr. John Bernard, please.
3: I'm sorry. He's not in.
2: Open the door a little wider, will you? i like to do more than get my words in edgewise.
3: I said Mr. Bernard is not in.
2: Well, then we'll come in and wait for him. Please,
3: Mr. Bernard doesn't want to see anyone. Except
2: us. I just decided that for him. Come on, Mary.
3: Oh, Blackie, maybe he isn't here. Hazel?
2: the matter out there. What would you say,
3: Mary? Oh, nothing, nothing. Not These people thing. insist on seeing
0: you, Mr. Bernard. I I'll told them...
2: The you may go. Yes, sir. I don't think I know either of you. Oh, uh, I'm Boston Blackie, and this is Miss Wesley. How do you do?
3: Hello. We don't always insist on breaking in where we're not invited, Mr. Bernard. Only at times.
2: And why is this one of those times? Uh, you were the chief witness today at the trial of Jim Williams. Oh, that's the reason. Is it safe to talk here?
1: Safe? If you mean are we alone, we are. The only other person living here is my Aunt Florence,
2: and she's out for the evening. What about the maid? Well, what about her? And what about this melodramatic secrecy? I have nothing to hide. All right. How well do you know Jim Williams?
1: Oh, I used
2: to see him once in a while. we are cousins, you know, but not very close. What about his wife? Did you know her well? I hardly knew her at all. In other words, they were almost strangers to you. You might say that. You had no interest in them whatsoever? No, none at all.
3: Well, then why did you tell Faraday that your cousin Jim killed his wife and then change your story in court? I gave
1: my reason on the stand. The police beat me into saying my cousin killed his wife. I lied because I don't look well in black and blue. But I told the truth on the stand. Look,
2: Bernard, I'm not completely stupid. I know Faraday didn't beat you up. You gave him that information voluntarily, and you intended to give the same evidence on the stand. But something made you change your mind. What? What? talk, and I'll protect you. I don't want protection. I don't need it.
1: I told the truth where the truth would do the most good. Now, get out of here, both of you, before I become annoyed.
2: All right, Bernard. That's the way you feel about it. It's exactly the way I feel about it.
1: Hazel? Oh, Hazel.
3: Yes, Mr. Bernard?
2: I think these people are leaving. Did you see them to the door? Yes, sir.
3: Right this way. Come on, Mary. I'm right with you
2: Goodbye, Bernard. If you change In my mind, by now you ought to know I have no reason to.
1: Goodbye.
3: Goodbye, Miss Wesley. Goodbye. Right this way, please. I think
0: we can
2: find our way out. Thank you, Hazel.
3: May I speak to you outside
0: a moment? What'd you say? Shh, please. Would I close the door? Um, is this supposed to be private? No, but it has to be quick. Meet me on the lower deck of the Van Island Ferry at 8 15 tonight, and I'll tell you something about Mr. Bernard. You'll be very glad to hear. <laughs>
3: Bracky, why didn't you tell me the Van Island ferry was so much fun? I could do this often.
2: <laughs> Next time I keep a date with a maid, I'll let you know, Mary.
3: Oh, there is your girlfriend, leaning up against the rail. Want me to stay here?
2: No, well, you, you can, can come along and be an attractive third wheel.
3: you make another date with her and I'll be an attractive third rail.
2: Mary, you're positively electrifying.
3: <laughs> well, just remember that, will you?
2: I'm sure you won't let me forget. Hello, Hazel.
3: I didn't see you getting on the boat.
2: I was afraid you weren't coming. We said we'd be here. Now you tell us why we're here.
0: I think I know who killed Mrs. Williams. What?
2: Well, Hazel, how good are you at thinking?
0: It isn't just what I think. I know. I'm certain Mr. Bernard killed her.
2: Bernard?
3: You mean the same Mr. Bernard we talked to today? He did it. I know he did.
2: But that doesn't make sense. If Mr. Bernard killed Mrs. Williams, he'd have testified in court that Williams killed her. He wouldn't clear Williams of the crime which he practically did today. I
0: don't know about that. Mr. Bernard had good reason to kill Mrs. Williams. She was terribly in love with him. Well, he said he didn't even know her. Oh, he was lying. She came to his apartment almost every day. She even wanted to leave her husband and marry Mr. Bernard.
2: So Bernard killed her. I doubt that.
0: Listen, Mr. Bernard didn't want her. But the day of her murder, she said she was going to leave Mr. Williams and give Mr. Bernard as the reason. And he said he'd kill her if she mentioned his name to Mr. Williams. I wish
2: I could believe all this is proof that Bernard might have killed Mrs. Williams, but I can't.
0: Why can't you, Blackie? Because it doesn't make any sense.
2: The police have evidence against Jim Williams. All they needed to convict him was Bernard's testimony. Yet Bernard's testimony is going to free Williams.
0: Oh, I don't care. You know about Mr. Bernard now.
3: Do what you want with what I told you. Well,
2: thanks anyway, Hazel. Blackie, stop her. Ma- She's
3: climbing over the rail. Stop her. She's
2: too late. She's in the water. Blackie, what are you doing? I'm going in after her. <laughs>
1: Inspector Faraday is in a spot. He has obtained testimony that proves Jim Williams killed his wife. Yet, in court, his star witness refutes his testimony, saying he gave it under duress. So Faraday comes to Blackie for help, and Blackie and Mary Wesley go to see the witness, but cannot find out why he changed his story. The maid in the house, however, meets Blackie and Mary on the Van Island ferry, and after telling a few facts which put the lie to the witness's story, jumps overboard. Blackie jumps in after her. As we return to our story, Blackie and the maid have just been pulled aboard ship. You all right now, Blackie,
3: darling? No,
2: still a little wet, Mary, but that's all. How's Hazel?
3: She's all right, thanks to you. We've got her lying down over there. Now, now, please, please keep that blanket around you.
2: All right. Let's go over to see it.
3: Why didn't they let me die?
2: Hello again, Hazel. (laughs) Oh,
3: please leave me alone. Why didn't they let me die?
2: Maybe because I first wanted to find out why you felt like dying.
3: It was because of him. Him? Who's him? John. I loved
2: you so. John Bernard? Yes.
3: Yes.
2: Well, if you loved Bernard, why did you insist he killed Mrs. Williams?
3: Oh, Blackie, you <laughs> ought to know the answer to that one. He ignored me.
2: Sure, there's your answer. Some answer. I want
3: to die. I want him to die, too. I can't have him. I don't want anyone else to.
2: <laughs> And there's your logic. Some logic. Take it easy, Hazel. You don't want to die... If Bernard did kill Mrs. Williams, no one will get him but the state. Come on, Mary. Oh, let me die. Save
1: big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details
3: why didn't
2: they let me die well
3: blackie hazel seems pretty sure that mr bernard killed mrs williams
2: he certainly had a reason
3: he told us he hardly knew the woman and now we know she came to see him almost every day or is hazel lying
2: no, somehow or other, I believe Hazel's story. But I can't believe Bernard killed Mrs. Williams. Hmm. If he had, he'd have done everything he could to help the police send Williams to the chair. Well, yeah, I But between that. the time he identified Williams for Faraday and the time he sat in the witness chair, something made him change his story. But what? If we can find what that something is. We can find the answer to the whole thing. And we've got to find it.
3: Oh, we're coming into the dock, darling. Oh,
2: Good. As soon as we land, we gotta find something else.
3: Now what?
2: Something very important, Mary. A telephone.
1: Faraday speaking.
2: Hello, Inspector. This is Blackie. Blackie, where are you?
1: Have you got anything on Williams? We haven't got much more time.
2: Relax, Faraday. I know you're in trouble. But do you still have enough influence at headquarters to get me inside Jim Williams' cell?
1: What do you mean, enough influence? Sure, I do.
2: Good. I'll see you in your office in about two hours. I'm soaking wet. I want to change my clothes before I try to find why Bernard changed his testimony. <laughs> When we get to William's cell, I'm going to do all the talking. And you're not going to say a word, understand? I'll do my best. Do it nice and silently, then. All right, all right. William's cell is right where the guard is standing.
1: evening, Inspector Faraday. Open up, Smith. We want to talk to Williams. Yes, sir. Hello, Williams. Leave me alone, will you, Inspector? I sure will. It's this fellow here who wants to talk to you. His name's Boston Blackie. Okay, Inspector, you can go in now. Boston Blackie,
2: huh? Thanks, Smith. Uh, lock us in, will you? Sure. Sit down, Williams. This is a friendly visit.
1: You're yeah, a Boston blackie, huh? What are you doing mixed
2: up in this? Trying to unmix it. Yeah? What does that mean? It means I'm here to help you. Thanks, but I don't need help. Look, Williams, I think you can get out of this. What do you mean, you think? I know! But you're still in jail, Williams. You won't be completely free until the police find the man who really killed your wife. And I think I know who he is. Your cousin, John Bernard.
1: Look, I don't care who you prove it is. The police thought they could pin it on me because John said he saw me kill her. Well, you know what John said at the trial, and it clears me, but good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, come to think of it, Williams, I am doing a lot of worrying for nothing. You're just as good as free without help from anyone.
1: Well, I've stood about all this I can take. You're out of your mind, Blanky, and you're staying in jail, Williams. I have to put you into a secret cell and wall it up. What's the matter with you, Faraday? Nothing's the matter with me, Williams. I just know when I have my man, that's all. I have proof your gun killed your wife. I've got your fingerprints on it. And you've got no alibis. Your clincher was supposed to be Bernard's testimony, Inspector, but he wouldn't say he saw me kill her because he didn't. Well, you can still get 20 years on the evidence I have on you. Witness or no witness? Who do you think you're kidding? I'm not kidding anyone. There's plenty of evidence against you yet, Williams. It won't send you to the chair, but it'll send you to jail for a long time.
2: Hey, Blackie, is that right? I told you to keep your mouth shut, Faraday. Well,
1: you? I couldn't stand you telling this guy he's
2: going to go free. Come on, let's get out of here. Open up, Smith. Yes, sir. Look, Blackie, wait. Is this guy
1: telling the truth? Do they still have a rap on me? I'm
2: afraid they do, Williams.
1: Okay, Inspector. Tell on, Blackie. You too. I'm out. Look, wait, will you? Blackie, wait Jack a minute, will you? quiet, Williams. The gap test is over.
2: Nice work, Faraday. What do you mean, nice work? You never disappoint me, Inspector. I was hoping you'd blow your top and put a scare into Williams. Now that you've done such a nice job of it, I'll go back and talk to Williams alone. <laughs> All right, Williams. We're alone. Now you can talk. Listen, Blackie, you got to get me out of this. I'll, I'll pay you anything. Anything? You name it, I'll pay it. You're in a tough spot, Williams. I may have to charge you more money than you've ever seen in your life to get out of this. Look, Blackie, in less than a year, I'll have more money than I've ever seen. In less than a year?
1: Yeah. I'm getting it from an uncle when I'm 35. Quarter of a million, my lawyer says. It's been left to me in my uncle's will.
2: How do I know you're telling the truth?
1: Well, my lawyer's name is Arthur Colton. He's got the will in his office safe. He'll show it to you.
2: Okay, I'll look at it. If I like what I see there, I'll see that you get out of here. Blackie, what if
3: Faraday catches us opening a
2: safe? In that case, Mary, we've got a lawyer already made. This is a lawyer's office, remember?
3: Oh, I wish we'd been able to get in touch with Mr. Colton. Hate to have you break into
2: his office. Well, I don't like doing this either, but Faraday's 48 hours are up at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, so if there's a clue in this safe, we need it now.
3: Well, let's hurry then and get out of here. Y- you can open it, can't you?
2: There are only a few locks, I can't. And this isn't one of them. Quiet, uh, let's See. Uh, was that it? That was it.
3: Oh, Blackie, you're wonderful.
2: I know, but keep reminding me, will you? I like it.
3: Well, somebody's gotta say somebody's wonderful, Miss Team. My goodness, I've never seen so many ledgers in one safe.
2: We don't want the ledgers. All we need is the strong box, I think. I'll know in a second when I open it. Heavy? No. I don't think it has anything in it but papers. Uh Uh-oh. What's the matter? The lock on the strong box. It's one of the few kinds I can't open. (laughs) Faraday Faraday Wake up Come uh, on, wake up uh, Wake up, will you? Blackie, what are you doing here? This is my house, not my office What are you doing in bed When I'm up trying to get you out of a jam? Oh, sorry I had to get some sleep Oh, I see what your motto is Let Blackie do it, huh? Say, uh How'd you come out with Williams? I don't know yet Let me have your skeleton keys What did you say? Let me have your skeleton keys The great Boston Blackie wants a key? What for? Not to open a lock? Yes, to open a lock.
1: <laughs> I never thought I'd live to see this day. <laughs>
2: look, if you don't give me those keys and I don't find what I want in this box, maybe you'll wish you weren't alive to see it.
1: <laughs> the keys are in these trousers on my chair.
2: Here's the bunch of them. Thanks.
1: You know, Blanky, with a key in your hand, you look as funny as a machine gunner with a cap pistol. that
2: no. She doesn't... Print. What do you got there? A strong box? No, a steamer trunk, midget size.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, that key doesn't work either.
1: Now, the trouble with you is you don't know how to use a key. You do much better with
2: a hairpin or a piece of wire. There. That key did. Nice going. All right, what's in the box? A will, I hope. Leaving a quarter of a million dollars to Jim Williams on his 35th birthday. Whoa! what I got on my 35th birthday was 3-5. So your jokes improve when you're in trouble, Faraday. Maybe I ought to leave you in this mess. The will inside? Yes, here it is. What's it saying? Let's see. The usual whereas is my cause. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking for the part I want. We'll find it, will you? Wait a minute. Here it is. Now read this. All right.
1: I do bequeath to my nephew, James Williams... The sum of $250,000, which shall be given to him on his 35th birthday. If James Williams shall die before he has reached the age of 35, the entire amount shall go to the Wetterholm Foundation. Brilliant, Faraday. You can read. What does this prove?
2: Williams won't be 35 for another year, almost. And I'm going to send him to the chair before that. That's right. But first you have to find out why John Bernard changed his testimony in court. I know that. But this will isn't any reason. Isn't it, Faraday? See the next paragraph of the will? Read that. Bernard will tell the truth now, because now we know why he lied. Order! Order in the court! Mr. District Attorney, you may
1: proceed with your witness, Mr. Bernard. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Bernard... Will you tell us what you saw on the night Mrs. James Williams was killed? I was at Jim's apartment with Jim and his wife. She was going to leave him. In fact, she was packing. I was standing in the bedroom door. Jim and his wife were in the bedroom. Suddenly, Jim pulled a pistol out of his pocket and shot his wife. She fell. Jim ran out of the door. I ran over to her. She was dead. Can you point out James Williams in this room? Yes. That's Jim Williams in the center chair at the first table there. Why you dirty! Your Honor, the state rests.
2: Frankie, I hate to do this. And I guess I have to thank you. You mean this is one time you've come up to my apartment not to arrest me? Faraday, you must be sick.
3: I think it's the DA who's sick, Blackie. He has to apologize publicly to Inspector Faraday.
2: I'm uh, going to
1: my office for the uh, ceremony now, Miss Wesley. <coughs> Want to come along, you too? No, thanks, Faraday.
2: If I'm there, there won't be room enough for your swelling head.
1: Blackie, not even your wisecracks can make me mad
2: today. <laughs> so long.
3: Bye.
2: So long, Inspector.
3: Well, Blackie, I know what happened, but I don't know how.
2: Well, it was the second paragraph in the will that did it, Mary. We needed a reason why Bernard changed his testimony. A reason why he wanted Jim Williams to live.
3: And it was in that paragraph. Yes, I know, Blackie. Oh, darling, do I have to beg you to tell me?
2: You look awfully cute when you're begging.
3: I'm not cute. I'm curious. (laughs) Now, come on, tell me, please. Why did John Bernard want Jim Williams to live?
2: All right. To begin with... If Jim Williams were to remain alive, he inherited a quarter of a million dollars on his 35th birthday. Otherwise, the money went to charity. Right. But half of that money belonged to John Bernard. So he had to see to it that Williams remained alive.
3: Got it! I'm surprised at myself. Bernard found out about the will after he had been to see Faraday and before he went to court. So he changed his testimony.
2: Yes. And now he's going to change his address.